On a seashore of endless worlds, children meet. The infinite sky is motionless overhead, and the restless water is boisterous. On the seashore of endless world, the children meet with shouts and dances. They build their houses with sand, and they play with empty shells, with withered leaves. They weave their boats and smilingly float them on a vast deep. Children have their play on the seashore of worlds. They know not how to swim, they know not how to cast nets. Pearl fishers die for pearls, merchants sail in their ships, while children gather pebbles and scatter them again. They seek not for hidden treasures, they know not how to cast nets. The sea surges up with laughter and pale gleams, the smile of the sea beach. Death-dealing waves sing meaningless ballads to the children, even like a mother while rocking a baby's cradle. The sea plays with children and pale gleams the smile of the sea beach. On a seashore of endless worlds, children meet. Tempest roams in a passless sky. Ships get wrecked in a trackless water. Death is abroad and children play. On the seashore of endless worlds is a great meeting of children. Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on a sunny path of life. <coughs> 11.23. Oh, I didn't open the garage, the, the gate. So, definitely taking my sweet time before heading out. As the temperatures are dropping, you know, we're going to be nearing zero degree uh, by the weekend or by early, early next week. So getting all my stuff done. I got all my practice going. But what happened is that I didn't do a podcast yesterday. What happened? So that would take place. Well, number one, you know, I went to spend the... Uh, New Year's Eve with, uh, oh, hold on, my, uh, my sunglasses are spotty, I need to kind of uh, get that, so you know I went there around, I guess around 8 maybe, a little bit before 8, and then uh, I went downtown, so it's very close, you know, everywhere I go in Hamilena, it's very easy access, <coughs> and uh, so I made the Vichyssoise, you know, that leek potato soup, they already liked it. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a good one. I think it's a crowd pleaser. That soup. It's easy to make. You know, you kind of need a blender. That's kind of about it. Yeah, you kind of need a blender for it to work. But short of that, it's pretty basic. But nice. I put some thyme, bay leaf, you know, white wine, with the broth, and then the potato, the leek, and then the, the cream. Used olive oil instead of uh, butter. And I guess I have to say. Uh, butter is actually not necessary, which is great news. <laughs> Taking out some saturated fat from that recipe. Anyway, and then eventually uh, uh, Juan Juanito and uh, I call him El Bebon, the big baby. Anyway, because obviously he has the same name as his father. And then Anna came and uh, we basically spend the evening 
and then left. Uh, <laughs> it was close to 3.30 in the morning. You know what's interesting? The last two times that I've been with those guys is, I mean, I did yawn, you know, uh, around whatever, but that I was really holding my own well. I was really not that tired. So I'm really surprised. You know, normally there would be something that would really be giving me a beating, but in this case, no. Anyway. So. And I was still planning, you know, I went close to 4 o'clock when I went to bed. And I was like, I didn't like the idea of uh, sleeping until uh, noon, you know, 11. And like, I'm going to try 8 o'clock. And, you know, obviously if I'm tired, then I'll go back to bed. And so, uh, I got up at 8, and I was okay. So, I, I had my lunch, my breakfast, like, around 1.30 p.m. I was doing all my, all my routine stuff, and was doing well. And then a uh, little one calls me, you know, and then kind of, uh, wanting me to, to kind of join them, so I am like, okay, you know, I was, finish, I was finishing my breakfast, so the timing felt good, and even though I didn't, definitely did not plan for that, but I guess it's kind of, uh, in some part of Spain, the first of the year, people kind of also kind of hang out together, like I say, it's really, the social element of the Spanish culture is interesting, and I'm definitely getting a crash course here with those guys you know being around people who are around each other obviously we've been around each other for a long time and now we've been the one for about eight years now and so you know they do spend they do spend the time together so you have all kind of you know bumps on the road but like in any road there are bumps so it's very interesting you know sometimes to not talk that much Talked a bit about politics. Yesterday we actually did talk about some of that, and it was very interesting, you know, because of what my input was going to be, you know, which is definitely it was interesting. You know, it was interesting. It generated a kind of a heated, but uh, yeah, in the end it was like a very peaceful conversation, even though there was a lot of uh, fluff, a lot of foam, you know, in those waves, but uh, it dissipated quite. Uh, smoothly and rapidly and so so it was around two o'clock you know when i went down with those guys you know and i was thinking well maybe it's gonna be two three hours <laughs> but basically we ended up going to uh ubeda which is quite a nice town uh it's after high and it's I, i'm not even sure i think it's north east of here anyway after getting lost a couple it was very funny uh, Juan missing some turns cracked me up three times, and I realized, yeah, you get it, and then I stopped. And because sometimes it has as for things, and I realized, yeah, sometimes it's really more about talking. And it kind of means it with the question, but it's not really a follow through. So it's kind of fun to kind of roll the punches, you know, when it comes to that, about uh, being okay with that. So after making a couple of wrong turns. We eventually added a few kilometers, but I didn't know where we were going. And we arrived in Ubeda. So there were five of us. Uh, Juan's wife had a date with a friend of hers. 
so she stayed in town. And so we walked, and again, it was very interesting. The, hold on, I got a forklift here. I don't know what you call that in, uh, in Spanish. And so walking around, quite a few buildings, you know, you look like you may have been like a college town, like for maybe like a seminary, some kind of a convent, or quite a few religious buildings. And it's not a huge, huge town. Of course, Christmas, voila, Christmas lit. And uh, you're kind of walking out of the bathroom because I kind of need to pee. And the interesting thing is, so I had my, uh, you know, I had my breakfast around 1.30. And when I went, of course, I went to hang out with them and they were eating and they wanted me to eat. But I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to eat. I just had breakfast. And it is so interesting how I'm kind of playing with that idea because it's really very interesting. It's this thing that you, you would answer and then it would keep pushing it. You know, very interesting. And, and I can see the... You know, it's like kind of like a caring, it's like good intention, you know. But it is kind of a, a part of it is kind of like interesting, you know. They're not accepting my answer. You know, or they really want me to it feels like it comes from a very genuine place or very uh, kind of a naive place. But it's very interesting, you know. And like uh eventually we get to a bar, you know, of course, as uh, Spanish do. To have a drink, you know, to sit down and kind of chatting about this and that. He kind of moved again to nutrition. And, uh, oh, and actually, yeah, Anna was asking me some stuff. And Anna is who is studying to become a judge. So she's a lawyer and basically is trying to get uh, una opposition, kind of like a um, uh, federal employee position, which basically guarantees you a career. And, um, and so, you know, answering some stuff, and then they ordered some things. So I kind of uh, ordered un cortado, which is uh, kind of like an espresso. It's a small coffee. And uh, they ordered a couple of pastries, like, uh, you know, like a croissant shaped as a rectangle with chocolate inside. Kind of call them chocolate bread or chocolatine in French. Here is a Napolitana. And uh, a croissant. So, oh, croissant. And they kind of... You know, like, hey, I have something. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm, I'm okay, you know. The thing interesting with hunger, you kind of get past the place, and it's not a big deal, you know. I'm not starving. I'm, I'm okay. And I don't really feel like, I don't I don't feel like sweet, which is kind of weird. But also at the same time, it might be in a heart of different kind of pastry, but I'm definitely not that impressed with uh, Spanish pastry. <laughs> anyway. So, and what was interesting is uh, Juan would not eat it or any of it and would just go on after me to have it. And I mean, it would really be insistent. And I didn't try, and I, and I yielded, you know, but it was like, I was looking at, at the options, at, at what could I be saying? Or because I obviously was like, I'm, I'm good, I really am good, you know, and it would just keep coming. And, uh, of course, I used a little bit of sarcasm, but then I'm like, yielding was the best option. And I didn't really, you know, it was okay. It wasn't even that good anyway, actually, the croissant. I knew the chocolate bread would have been worse. Uh, but, uh, 
well, at least for my taste. But it was just interesting. And it was like, yeah, that's what makes sense. Because anything else, like, it's like, I don't want to be annoyed. I don't want to go on that ride. You're like, well, that's not big. Number one, it's not a big deal. You know, and it's like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's not helpful to go there. So, yeah, the yield, yielding part made more sense at the time. But it's very, very interesting. As those guys, they're really, they're insisting. It's very, very, huh. Like kind of not not taking no for an answer, you know, because I'm a take no for an answer guy. <laughs> I'm very quickly, like, I take to the letter what you say. It's like, you mean what you say, and if you don't, well, it's going to be a good thing anyway, because we more than likely won't have to make sure together. I'm a, I'm a big believer in to mean what you say and say what you mean. Let your yes mean yes. Anyway, so basically it was around uh, 9.30, 9.40 when I uh, finally got back. And, you know, it was like really most of the time was quite smooth sailing and just with those people. And interesting that they've kind of adopted me and I guess they, yeah, they like me. So it's interesting, interesting. And so like I say, I'm most likely going to be doing at least once a week with the older Juan and uh, the young one, we'll see, because they may come to the ping pong or to take some walks, and which that, for me, that will be any time, you know, obviously, in the evening, you know. I will be fine to do that every day, actually, because I'm a happy camper, walking and with company, it's awesome. And so with Juan, I guess it was on New Year's Eve, he was telling me about some places, you know, that is that some kind of MRI, I think it was some kind of, yeah, resonance imaging. I think it was an MRI. Well, it doesn't matter, but basically told him he had arthritis. You know, calcification, you know, on the bones and rigidity or whatever the arthritis. I think it's in a joint, mostly, where it happens. And, of course, you're getting older and, you know, it doesn't matter. Bottom line, that there is stiffness in his neck and part of his back. And I'm like, well, I mean... You could do some stretches, you know, and that would help. I don't know how much, but I'm, I guarantee you it will help you. If you gain a little more flexibility, it will make things easier. And uh, whatever you can't compensate for, you're going to have to find a way to put up with it. Because if you stop being active because of those things, it's only going to get worse. So it's like it's a catch-22. You know, you're going to have to get... You can have to find a way to, to live with that. I guess you don't have to, technically. You could throw the towel and then go with pain medication and then go that way, which is fine. But if not, then you're looking at having to build up some resistance and tolerance to discomfort and maybe pain. As long as you know that what you're doing, even though it's painful, it is still helping. It is the a positive strategy. And so I showed him because obviously from what I could tell, he had very, very low flexibility and stuff with his neck. So not quite sure of the whole nature, but I'm like, I showed him three or four and I'm like, then go online, find YouTube, find a good teacher, you know, find some sets for your specific needs. You can look for some exercises, you know, from people who know and uh, implement that half an hour every day. Because he's asking for a lot of things. And I'm like, we're going to start with that. You're going to show me that you can commit, you know, and you can apply. 
to every day practicing that. Because then he's talking about the whole, his cholesterol is high, and like, we can work on that. But first, we're going to do that. And of course, he would go back. But this one, I'm pretty clear, like to a child, I was like, yeah, we're not doing anything else. And he's kind of complaining about what his wife is cooking him. And I'm like, dude, be grateful somebody's cooking for you. Doesn't know how to cook, so she's always cooked for him. But, you know, he has a kind of a Glenn Nielsen, Glenda's my ex-father. He had this kind of same thing about kind of complaining, feeling kind of like a spoiled child or wanting to be, you know, feeling sorry for himself. And, uh, and of course, there's nothing wrong with that. We all do. We all are who we are. I have no problem. And, uh, and he's also, you know, like in Spain, some people can be quite direct in terms of what they share. They barely know you and the way they talk about their spouse or children or whatever. It is quite... To me, it is still shocking when I hear that. I'm like, dude, we don't know each other. You're showing me your dirty laundry. You know, and then you, you are basically putting your daughter in there, your, your wife. And it's not like they don't even know. Or, I don't know. It's, and of course, it's, I guess it's normal. I think it is. But to me, it's something I would never, ni siquiera, in pintura. No, she, that's a wrong use. Ni siquiera, ni in pintura means... Like I can't not being able to stand something, so that was a wrong use of it, but not even not even close. So, so anyway, so we shall see. So he did it yesterday. He was saying, then he got no shirts, and I'm like, well, you know, you can sit down while you do them, or maybe you shouldn't push as hard. You're gonna have to learn. And I made it a very clear. It's like it should be a little uncomfortable, but it should not be painful, you know. And then you start slowly, and then you build up the the sets, you know, you start around five, one direction, five the other. After a couple of weeks, you go to ten, you know, then you go to twenty, and all the way to fifty. And uh, and thirty minutes a day, you can spread it out, you know, do ten minutes here and then ten minutes there. But we did it yesterday, so we'll see, you know, because I really feel that. I really think. Sorry, this is wrong. I really feel. I think. I don't think it's going to. It's all over the place. And staff, you know, he's concerned about a lot of stuff and he kind of has, and he's told me, you know, he's hypochondriac, he has OCD, and then, you know, so he is who he is, you know, which is fine. But he's a sweet man. I mean, I really feel that coming out of it. He's a sweet man. And to me, you know what, everybody's going to be the way they are. I mean, same for me, you know. Nowhere near perfect, but I think maybe when you find compatibility in some strange places with other people, it makes everything okay. No. So anyway, so we walk through the town, through those churches, and the ladies were dressed to the nines. They had the store boots showing some legs, and of course it was chilly. And I was, of course, mindful of that, but I was able to to make actually an effort to not give too much attention to it. But they look nice. They look nice. They, like I said, like like women can do, you know. Uh, actually, Esperanza put uh, quite a bit of makeup. I think she uses quite a bit of makeup. She has kind of a pale skin. Anyway, and actually, none of them smoke. Which is interesting. I didn't think about that before. But 
none of them smoke. Anyway, I'm going to say hello to the guy. Good day, so, I still managed to do a little bit more language practice last night, and then I ate actually because I realized, yeah, I was kind of hungry. It didn't make too much sense to try to go to bed with really a growling stomach. So, Esperanza had made a paella, so I had some of that, and then a little bit of a flounder giving me from the New Year's Eve. El cotillon, as they call it. La noche vieja. Como se festeja? La noche vieja es con un cotillón. O se festeja la noche vieja con un cotillón. Anyway. And uh, yes, yeah, so I went to bed, got up at five, I put my buzzer, my snooze button once, then it was up. So, of course, getting a little, well, no, I was pretty, I'm pretty warm in bed. Anyway. And so got all my practice done. Yeah, a good chunk of time on there. And then I didn't make my oatmeal yesterday because I ended up leaving. So I made my oatmeal this morning and actually had some rice for breakfast. Just a bowl of rice, two slices of bread, and then some fruit. And then the soft boiled egg and then a couple of slices of sausages of a deli sausage, salchichon. And I just had a few nuts, almonds, and it. And now I'm heading to Mercadona. I also have to go to El Chino, which is actually right across from Mercadona in uh, Torredon Jimeno. Uh, so I'll be going to Mercadona. I don't really need anything, but I'll get a couple of liters of milk. And I'm going to get that cable because when my... Uh, I forgot what it was. The tablet fell. Thank God, not on the freaking screen. Well, you know what, I could have brought my tablet because I do kind of need a new sleep for it. Una funda nueva. Um, but I'll be going there to get a new ca charging cable. Pilar uh, is one which is hilarious. It's kind of like a light, lighted, um, like a string of light, you know, Christmas uh, string, uh, string of light that you have. And then this one is like... Uh, it's all blinking red. I don't get it. Like, I guess some people might enjoy that. I don't know. To me, it makes no sense to have a charging cable that blinks or that has a glowing colors and it's red. I've been using it, but yeah, it's not charging like the other. The one I had was actually charging it while I was using it slowly, but you know, the battery charge would go up. This one, it goes down slowly, but it goes down. So it's not as strong. Maybe because of freaking light, he has to emit, and he's using some of that juice for that. That'd be my guess. So, anyway. And I was like, yeah, this is my first time to go there. Today's Tuesday, so we'll see. You know, tomorrow, Wednesday, I might... I might go to, to El Centro de Salud, or El Consultorio Medico. I think what they call it. Like a doctor's office in uh, Spanish, they call it consultorio. But, but uh, un centro de salud is like a health clinic. But this one they call it uh, consultorio medico. And so I've, I've, I've mostly seen centro, centro de salud. I think that's more typical from what I, from what I gather. 
dal, dal mio punto di vista o oh, de mi punto di vista dal no dal is uh, italiano <laughs> dal dalla dalla anyhow so I chose to keep my jacket on and um, I don't feel sad about it like I said uh, I think it's gonna be around maybe 13 to 14 degrees top today which I know I know <laughs> it's quite nice right but we are entering the colder colder weather part so this is January so we'll see how long it lasts before a little warm heat wave breaks it in and already start to disrupt it so it's gonna be a nice walking uh, I don't know I guess for the rest of the day I'm gonna start to get uh, things for the bread ready actually because uh, it's gonna be made in the bedroom it's not warm enough if I had that oven you know with like a 50 degree um, uh, Celsius, which would be whatever, I don't know, like 50 would be what? Uh, maybe, would be like 110 maybe. But that's a good place to to keep the dough warm and to get those yeast to get working. But uh, yeah, the bedroom is going to be it. So tomorrow we'll most likely do that. But, uh, it's going to be interesting. I may look for uh, hmm, some kind of a table, I guess. Yeah, well, I have tables actually. So maybe something from the other room that I would have to bring from time to time, so I can put my stuff there, the dough and everything. And uh, yeah, not to have it on the floor because it'd be a little warmer the higher up it is. So anyway, one more than another. I'll find a way to. I have I have room in the room, that's for sure. So that's not a problem there. Anyway, I'm still in Hamilena. I'm about to now uh, go down by the industrial zone, El Poligono, and then we'll work my way. There you are, to Redon Jimeno, through the olive trees, to Mercadona. And actually, there is a Uncino in town, and I'm pretty sure that it would have a cable, charging cable, because it's such a standard stuff for any type of bazaar, you know, miscellaneous store. It's going to be nice to get, uh, you know, be about two or whatever, be a decent chunk of change to be moving around. Oh, actually, I don't know why I didn't think about closing the gates, because I'm going to be gone for a while. Yesterday I did that, because I'm like, I don't know those guys, how long I'm going to be gone, so I shut the gate. But when I go on my daily walk, you know, I'm going around like 50 minutes an hour, or maybe a little over an hour. I leave it open. Then. I'm not that concerned. No. That's a place to be pretty soon. I'm going to pass uh, those big buildings here. So, but the day is beautiful. The sun is glorious. Now it will be definitely a not as much fun if it was overcast. I don't know if I would have gone, you know. I would still do my walk in the hills, but I don't know if I would have gone for a longer period of time. It was going to be cold, cold. We'll see. We will see. 
So anyway, so I'm grateful for those guys, you know, this uh, interesting family who I found myself uh, commingling with. So, yeah, it's an interesting surprise. I'm definitely taking it in stride. I do, I'm aware, obviously, I think New Year's Eve, and I, normally I don't really plan to be two days in a row with them. I really, I want space between those encounters. But I guess the nature of a New Year's Day, and that his son called me. So, it felt right for me to do that. But yeah, one to twice a week. I guess we'll see the, the big one. Well, we'll see about the little one too. I mean... I mean, let them know, you know, if they want to come and uh, take a uh, late afternoon to enjoy the dimming of the light in the uh, olive trees in the hills. I'm not sure what kind of uh, walkers or hikers, you know, they are. But then at the same time, I don't really, you know, I don't go crazy anyway. Even more so, my walking evenings are really strolls. Pasear or dar una caminata. Well, maybe passer. It's more like a stroll, to stroll around. Anyway. So that's my life. Huh? That's uh, my life now. Oh my goodness, I want to pee, I want to pee, I want to pee. I still have uh, you know, kinda at least a couple of minutes. No, maybe no, a little more than that. Like yesterday, I was so ready when I get into that uh, place which let me use the bathroom. And ironically, that's the one we ended up uh, having a drinks later in the pastries. She was very sweet, the gal, when I asked her. She's like, of course you can. You know, like in France. Uh, well, like I said, I don't know. You know, being a Caucasian, definitely you have a, you have a little leg up. People are a little more trustful. Oh, interesting. Is it a guy? Peeling some garlic. Yeah, there's a guy that stopped, let some uh, garlic get dumped, and he's basically, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of good stuff in there. Good for you, good for you all, man. That you are getting going. So, yeah, it's an interesting experience, the idea of being with people talking about not much and uh, talking about not much. Oh, that sounds bad, eh? Uh, or not talking about much. Sounds better. And, um, yeah, and then to enjoy the company. And I really have enjoyed them. I didn't even take a nap yesterday, so it was, uh, you know, I slept about four hours, and, uh, and then I was with those guys for about uh, seven hours. So it's quite interesting. And I've talked about that quite a bit, quite a, quite a few times. But the social element in what I call in a, sort of a cultural genetic component in the Spanish culture, and she's not—it's not the only one, but it's one that I'm one that I'm privy to. All right, I'm gonna be able to veer off the path in a second here. I'm sure those guys have done a really good job harvesting this year, maybe even more so, because the uh, harvest has been weaker, you know, poorer. So that they were more conscientious about getting more of them. Oof, okay. Uh, and it looks like they're already burning the uh, podar. I think it's podar to trim. 
podarunar bola. So they are already trimming them. Ya los están poden, podiendo, podiendo, o podendo, no podiendo. Yeah, podendo, that would be using the Italian structure. structure. And so then you're going to have fires where they make piles in the field. And I guess mulching is just not an option. Anyway, well, you definitely can feel the sun now. I did bring my chapstick, which I'm still, I feel very glad for. Actually, I'm going to put it on right now. Um, where are you? Chapstick. Are you in my pocket here? What the? Huh? I would have sworn. Okay. Well, well, and that would be wrong. So it, that's unlikely that it would have fallen from my pocket, but it's yeah, it's uh, oh, maybe it's in a in, in a brain of my backpack. Okay, I'll see that in a minute when I take off my jacket. Now that I'm getting warm, I bet you that's where it's at. I'm pretty sure I took it with me. Anyway, so that's uh, that's for today. Is there anything else? Um, oh, I'm watching that new series from Belgium. It's about this community by the beach. There's wealth, there's working class people, and it's kind of like young adult commingling, and uh, well, obviously you can tell it's going to amount to some kind of drama. But that's actually watchable. So, so far I'm only, you know, watching 10, 15 minutes here and there while I'm eating, enjoying it, because it's, it's getting a little too cold to be on the swing outside. Yeah, I'm fine with being in a room, you know, being warmer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Even though I know I talked before about the idea of eating and not looking at the screen. But it, it kind of makes sense right now, and I'm okay with that. Anyway. So, we shall see. And, uh, I think... That's about it. So here we are, the new year. Yeah. Nuevo, nuevo año, año nuevo, nueva vida. Año nuevo, nueva vida. New year, new life. I guess in the, in the English we say new year, new you. So the whole thing, I guess I'll finish on that. There's a new year's resolution. It doesn't quite make sense to me anymore because, I mean, don't most people have a goal-setting objective throughout the year? Why would the new year be necessary to inspire challenging oneself, you know, achieving things, if it's something that is kind of uh, happening? And I kind of uh, always find myself, you know, looking at 
at that. You know, what can I work on? What I'm interested in. So, obviously, you know, you know, the coming year, kind of what I'm looking at here. Uh, making a big change. Migra Migration-wise, you know. Also kind of funny, because those guys would talk about... Kind of already talking about when I come back in the fall, and I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen, you know. I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know, you know, if I'm going to come back or not. I don't know. I don't know. So, but, but here we are. So, on this new year, let's see what's 24-24, you know, it's got to offer. And uh, I'll finish with that silly, simple thought that I'm still curious to see what life can dish at me, what I can learn, and I know that I have not hit the ceiling. There is a place at times where I feel like I'm banging on a glass ceiling, but I know that can change. That can be uh, transcended. Yes, se puede superar. And so on that note, my friend, wishing you a beautiful day from a beautiful place from here. I guess it's going to be around noon by now, right? Oh, look at that. It's just about noon now. So love and peace, and then talk to you later. A lioness in search of prey came upon a flock of sheep, and as she jumped at one of them, she gave birth to a cub and died on a spot. The young lion was brought up in a flock, ate grass and bleated like a sheep, and it never knew that it was a lion. One day a lion came across a flock and was astonished to see in it a huge lion eating grass and bleeding like a sheep. At his side the flock fled and the lion sheep with them. But the lion watched his opportunity and one day found the lion sheep asleep. He woke him up and said, you are a lion. The other said no and began to bleat like a sheep. But the stranger lion took him to a lake and asked him to look in the water at his own image and see if he did not resemble him, the stranger lion. He looked and acknowledged that he did. Then the stranger lion began to roar and ask him to do the same. The lion sheep tried his voice and was soon roarier as grandly as the other, and he was a sheep no longer.